And now something completely different. A quick hello from me. It's Jeff Woods, radio guy, a writer, Brent's friend and associate. Used to do the Legends of Classic Rock, which morphed into the Records and Rockstars radio series, which is heard on Rock 95 and Barry Sunday evenings at 9. Same time, Q107 Toronto on Sunday evenings. And I wrote a book called Radio Records and Rockstars, and it's time to do the audiobook now. And as you might imagine, 400 pages deep, rich with music, artist interviews too, takes a lot of time and production and money. So I've started a GoFundMe campaign. And you can find out more about it at jeffwoodsradio.com. Thanks. You added it to your French toast. No. My French toast batter is is just milk, sugar, pinch of salt. Yeah. Well, that's basically um, all it is. And that's what so, the, the, the bread absorbs it. In it. Didn't right? use so. any extra sugar and still yeah. put a little bit of salt oh, okay. in. I don't eat French toast, so. You don't eat French toast? No, I'm not a big French toast fan. No, I oh. love French toast. What a great way to start our episode by talking about food. I love French toast. Let's talk about breakfast at 6.30 at night. Night. Well, you don't know when people are listening to this. Oh, I'm, if you're listening, we're at talking about time, it at six thirty at have night. Woken up and went. You know how I want to start my day. I want to start it with True North nerds, and, and then we French suggest breakfast toast. for them. There you go. Mm. <laughs> I prefer a nice egg with some cheese in it, some red Frank's red hot. Mix it all together. Throw it in my omelet, little omelet frying pan, mm-hmm. and I'll either eat it just like that. Sometimes I'll throw it inside a wrap, so then I'll put some salsa and some sour cream, make a nice little burrito. Or I'll take that egg and I'll throw it on a bagel. Then I don't eat until dinner. So what you're saying is we should start, uh, as part of our Patreon, we'll have cooking tips with Ryan. Or I'll make you (laughs) breakfast. Come on over. Oh, (laughs) For $5, you'll get a video of Ryan explaining how to cook breakfast burritos. Anyways, (laughs) it's True North Nerds with the OG crew. We have Kevin. Hello. We have Ryan. That's me. And Jen. Hello. So we're getting towards the Christmas season, so we thought we would talk a little bit about gift ideas. We're also going to go over our quick review of the Justice League film. Mm -hmm. And we have a little bit of news. For whatever reason, not a hell of a lot happened the last two weeks, which means tomorrow it will be a deluge of stuff. Oh, yeah. But Ryan, what is in the, the news for nerdiness? As he nearly sneezes. No, I was uh, covering a nice big burp, but oh, thanks okay. for calling that out. Um, you could have just said it was a sneeze. No. You didn't have to I won't much. lie to our fans. <laughs> I won't lie to the people. Uh, so, yeah, I've got only one thing in my notes. Okay. So either there was not much news or I didn't do my homework. It could be a little no, bit of both. There, there didn't seem to be huge. There amount. wasn't much. I, I've got one small one, too. Uh, but, yes, so, well... As of time this recording, 
tomorrow we're supposed to get the trailer for Avengers Infinity War. Yay! Yay. Uh, so going along with all that, we get to, uh, reports coming out that Marvel has says, you know, that uh, Avengers 4, which is the one after this one, mm-hmm. will be kind of like wrapping up the whole everything they've been doing to this point. Yep. Ooh. And uh, but, Makes sense. Which makes sense. And then you kind of think, oh, well, does that, does that mean that it's all done? What, what are they going to do next? New Except. Avengers. Except they're like, but we've got plans for 20 more movies. So it's like, yay. Yay. <laughs> and yay. Yay. Uh, depends where they go. Well, and, that's, yay. and speaking of where the, the, you know, the, the setting, the where they're going to go can be anywhere from uh, different places, mm-hmm. like cities, other spots in the world, different planets, mm-hmm. more galactic stuff, and different times. Mm-hmm. So who knows what we're going to get. Like even Captain Marvel's already like, well, you can say it's going to be a period, you know, my air quotes, period piece, because it's going to take place in the 90s. Visual mm. joke on the naughty That's why podcast. I said it was there. Jeez. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my little bit of news. <clears throat> um, to go along with your Marvel news, we got some Marvel news last week as well. Um Axel Alonso, who has been editor-in-chief at Marvel for a number of years, has apparently left his post, is uh, stepping down from it, and uh, in his place is C.B. Sobolski. I always pronounce his name wrong. Sorry, C.B., because I know he listens. Of course. Mm -hmm. Um, I think by the sounds of it, because Joe Cazada has done some interviews to go along with this, which is Joe hasn't been saying much of anything in, to the public in the last couple of years because I believe when Axel Alonso got hired, he was like, it's his job now. I'm going to go and do the <laughs> behind-the-scenes thing and not be bothered with interviews. Well, he used to do his cup of Joes at yeah. some cons and stuff like that. He still does that from time to time. Like yeah. at the major ones, San Diego, New York. New York, and, yeah. Um, but at the uh The, the Barry Library time, Con? He, he is... Uh, <laughs> He has come out and uh, just sort of said that, like, you know, it was time to shake things up a little bit. And uh, CB comes from an interesting place in his Marvel tenure. He was, his last gig was he was head of, I want to say, business development in Asia. Okay. So he's been That's living a big in, market to develop. Yep. He's been living in China for the last couple of years. Before that, he's been an editor. He's been, like, a writer. He was, um, I think before the China gig, he was... Uh, the the like kind of the the talent relations and spotting person like the like you know like like a talent scout like a talent scout new, new but rock, also okay. dealing with new talent he's because he's good at spotting guys like that so it's not a bad choice to have running up their comic division nice well we'll see how it goes I saw his tweet the other day he was headed towards uh, the Marvel offices I guess he was on this flight from. We're in ever in Asia. He's living right now, and he had like he he said he's got like a stack of like a year's worth of Marvel books to go through. Well, he's got to catch up if he's going to be in charge. <laughs> yeah, it's a twenty-hour flight, so he's got plenty of time to he's do got, it. Got to learn the status quo. Oh my god, a twenty-hour flight! It's not that bad. Well, fourteen is the longest flight I've ever been on. Yeah, uh, Chicago to Tokyo. I guess I've been on a ten-hour flight. So, uh, Kevin, did you have any news, too, or was that pretty much it? That's pretty much okay. it. I wasn't sure if you had something else or not. No, I, there hasn't been much of anything yeah. recently. That... Oh, 
thing I forgot about that Ryan has a little bit more info on than other people. Um, eh, so, on the spot. <laughs> Star Wars Battlefield came out. Battlefield 2? Or Battlefront 2? Battlefront 2. Battlefront. Battlefield was the old one, right? Yeah, that was the old, uh, yeah, yeah, from like Xbox 360? Yeah. Yeah. So this one has a story mode to it. Yep. And rumor has it, and I can confirm a little bit of this rumor, that uh, it has some implications for the latest set of Star Wars movies, mainly connected to The Force Awakens a little bit. Yes. So, So, spoilers for the campaign for the game that half of you people probably aren't going to play, but you can find all the cutscenes on YouTube if you're looking for them. Uh, so the, I watch them all. Oh, there you go. So the game, as you play through, you play through as your main character, who's a member of Inferno Squad, um, and eventually, you know, because they're part of the Empire. It takes you know, the game starts on you're on Endor, and you watch the Death Star blow up, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, one of the one of the people is like, "That's impossible!" Like. Happened once before, guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, duh. Um, so to you know, just skip ahead, whatever. As you play through the game, you know, you play as your character. You do get the chance to play as a few of you know your 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 stalwart, you know, their main characters. You know, you get to be Luke. You get to be Han. You get to be Lando. You get to be Leia. Um, but eventually, these your character switches sides, sees the error of of the Empire. Yeah. Flips to the you know to the you know, new republic at that point, and then uh, by the end of the game, the last real mission is the Battle of Jakku, and so you get to see all these like star destroyers like crashing into the planet and stuff like that, and uh, then there's kind of like a little epilogue mission like you don't really do much. You get to play as Kylo Ren, and you're running around inside one of the characters that you were playing as before inside their mind. Like he's using that force power that he has to read their people's minds. And, and you get a little bit of a rehash of the levels you've already gone through. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, what he's looking for is information on where the old man with the map to Skywalker has gone to. And so that's all kind of, you know, so it gives you that time. Okay, so this part takes place pre-Force Awakens, like just before, I would assume. Um, the, the characters talk about how this guy and the other person, you know, left being soldiers for parenthood. And have a daughter. Uh, so another is like, oh, is Ray their daughter? Mm. I hope not, because I don't see how, how that would make any sense or why they would decide to leave her behind on a planet. I I can answer that one, is because one, the the gentleman in question does not live through the end of the cutscene, and they hint at setting a trap for the female character, because like you know. He, She's going to come after him, and the guy's like, I'm counting on it. Yeah. So maybe that's who we see blasting off in the, the Ray flashback at, in The Force Awakens. Oh, maybe. I hadn't thought. Yeah. No, but the age wouldn't work, I don't think. Uh, you, that's... Because, well, no, it really wouldn't. Yeah. Because you see Kylo Ren, and I assume that there's not that big of an age gap between Kylo Ren. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. And, and, and Ray. And Ray. Ray. I don't know. To Maybe me, Kylo Ren looks like years? 18 and Ray looks like, I guess, 16. Oh, I would have said Kylo Ren's about 25. And she's about 20, I was thinking. Yeah. But it's the same difference. You know, it's all um, about maybe me. It's been 35 years since Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. But no, you're right. That, that, that doesn't make much sense now that you point that out. Yeah. Because he's in full Kylo Ren gear. Mm-hmm. And we know at some point he was training with Luke. He goes bad. 
And now he's looking for Luke. Then I don't know. Yeah. How, then we don't know how long. Mm. The Knights of Ray. Knights of the Ren. Knights of Ren. Sorry, I'm distracted because I'm also trying to pet the cat. Hi, kitty. And then as it's ending, the well, two of these other characters talk about how they're running behind on this project, but that they'll, 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 she'll, she'll get back on, you know, she'll, get it, she'll get it on course and all this. And project Rebirth? Resurrection? Project something? Resurrection. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. It's an interesting storyline, though, for the video game. Yeah. It's kind of neat. And apparently there's... I thought there was just, like, one DLC thing coming out before the, the end time with the, the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, someone at work today was telling me he was pretty sure there's, like, three things coming out. Now, whether it's, a, you know, one's an ongoing part of the mission, like, for the mm. story, then maybe some new multiplayer things. Or I haven't actually looked into it because it'll probably mm. cost me money. And... No, they're free. Oh. I read a whole article about how EA has now essentially fucked themselves. Oh, they, they've they done, they, you know, this, they have done a real good job of fucking themselves with yeah, this game. Yeah, but now here's where they really screwed themselves over. EA is the pioneer of the... Uh, Get kind of half of a game, and then you pay for everything mm-hmm. else. That would make, like back in the day would have been a full right. game. So in this one, they announced right off the bat that DLC was going to be free, but you would be able to buy these loot boxes, which are different uh, power ups and stuff like that. Okay. Well, apparently, right off the bat, these loot boxes completely and utterly set uh, off the balance of the multiplayer. Oh, yeah, it became a a, a pay to win. Oh, and you can pretty much buy everything. You know, buy a bunch of stuff to get the loot boxes to unlock, you know, characters. Because when you get the game, if you play the multiplayer, you don't have uh, you don't have Luke, you don't have Vader, you don't have the Emperor, you don't have Leia, you don't have Lando, you don't have Chewbacca. There's a whole lot of characters that are not that are locked. Okay, that you have to use in-game credits to unlock. Now you can earn these by playing the game. Which, or you can just purchase them right. with a credit yeah. card. Now, when the game was first put out, the way to the only way you could get well, the it worked out to be about you'd have to play the game for about forty hours to earn enough credits to unlock Luke or Vader. Okay, which that's a lot of gameplay. Yeah, especially in multi, you know, to, and a lot of people, you know, you want to you want to be Luke, you want to be Vader, you want to be a guy with a lightsaber when you're playing the game, right? Sure, I guess so. So they there was a a lot of people got mad, and there was a lot. They had I think the most downvoted comment on Reddit ever was from one of their community people, community relations people, trying to like smooth things over for the game with the people, and it was just got so downvoted that it was like that set records. Oh wow! <laughs> it, like in things like the Australian government was looking into it to see if it was a form of gambling or something like yeah. that, and a few different governments, even a yeah. few states now have started looking into loot boxes uh, and whether or not they're gambling. So apparently EA went okay, so they froze the loot box, so you can't. No, well, the loot boxes are still there. You can't, you can't buy, buy them, them with real money. Yeah. Ah. So. They don't have that demonetized in the video game anymore. They they've already announced that DLC is free. So basically, you're back to the day where you paid your sixty bucks and, and you it. got your full game, right. which is like like as I can see, wanting to monetize stuff in this age of piracy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But due to EA being such like a ball breaker over it in the past decade, well, they've all often been them. referred to as the evil <laughs> empire. Like, yeah, EA is usually depicted as the you know they're the empire. Um, so they did change the way the credits and the the amount to 
to spend to get characters. Okay. Because um, I've had the game for a week. No, longer than that. You've had it since it came out. Yeah, but that's only... Wasn't oh, it's only that... been a week? I thought it's been two. No, it was l- last Time Friday. So yeah, because yeah, I've had the last two Fridays off, and the first Friday was that Friday, the second Friday was Black Friday. Yeah. Um, so I've had it for a week, and I haven't put 40 hours into it. Mm-hmm. I did play the campaign, which probably was about, you know, seven hours long mm-hmm. altogether, and I have played some multiplayer. Uh, but I've already unlocked Luke. I've already unlocked... Vader, I've unlocked a couple ships. I pretty much have unlocked everything except for a couple characters. And that's just by doing the different things, you know, so, you know, you get credits for playing this game mode or playing hmm. that. Play all the different multiplayer modes, get a thousand credits. Hmm. Play through the campaign. Every level you beat, you get an achievement and then it unlocks more credits. So there's uh, ways to get the credits right. now. But I don't think it's going to be uh, they they have a big hole to dig themselves out of as far as the perception of the game. And I don't know if that's going to happen. I enjoy the game. It's fun. It's a basic shooter. Like you, you can do it first person or third. And, but you get to be, you know, you can be stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. I found the one galactic assault mode. I was just dying. I was just dying and dying and dying. And it wasn't fun. So I found other modes to play in and they were more fun. So I've been playing those modes instead. You can fly around in an X-wing, and that's always fun. Yeah, the piloting in it looks really fun. So, I, I have oh, no. Go ahead, go ahead. I have just thought of a couple of brief news things that that came up. Um, one is Star Wars related. Um, so at uh, the Disney theme parks around the world, they have the Star Tours attraction. Star yep. Tours: The Adventure Continues, the simulator ride. In the last week or two, they have changed the ride. So for the last couple of years, since the ride changed. Uh, it's been random, uh, so you could get characters from any of the six, yes. seven movies. Uh, as of right now, it's locked. Uh, you'll always get the same um, ride sequence because it's tied into The Last Jedi. Oh, nice. Um, the planets you go to now include Batu, uh, which is actually the planet that the um, Star Wars uh, theme park uh, um, land is going to be set on. Oh, okay, oh the cool. outpost is going to yeah, be? Yeah, so the okay. galactic outpost is on the planet Batu, which they have described a little bit more. It's sort of it's sort of the radiator springs of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> uh, so Batu, it used to be big. Yeah, Batu was a planet before hyperspace became the norm that you would have to stop at to refuel to keep going on the galactic trade routes. But since hyperspace became a, became a thing, it's, it's now a backwater planet. Because uh, now people can zip right past it. People can it. zip right past it. There's really no reason to go there. Mm. So, so uh, Batu is one of the planets. The other planet is called Crait. C-R-A-I-T. Which is, a, is the, the one that we've seen in the, With the, the crystal trailers, in the trailers yeah, the for, uh, for Last Jedi. So that's, um, that's, that's a change that they have made uh, to... They've also said that when the ride goes back to randomness, um, they're going to set it up so that characters from the different trilogies will not... Like, there's not going to be a chance where you could get Jar Jar Binks and Poe Dameron in the same oh, in the okay. same ride sequence. So, so it will be you can, semi-linear. You can make your choice whether you want classic trilogy or new trilogy. Oh, cool. So that's at least that's the rumors we're hearing about that. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is uh, not Star Wars related. Uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 got renewed oh, for a second yay! season. Oh, yay! 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's exciting. That's I love that awesome. show. So much Is there fun. an episode count for the, the next uh, round? Not yet, okay. but we assume the same number as the last time, mm. 12 or 13. And the other thing I wanted to ask Jen about, have you seen the poster and the photos for the new Fantastic Beasts movie? I wonder what your take on that was. No, I didn't know there was a new Fantastic Beasts movie. So next year, it's next year, but this time we're getting a movie called Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Ooh. So it's a full cast photo, including Jude Law's Dumbledore. Ooh. I, I get all my nerd no- nerd news from you guys. So, no, so uh, I, just, I thought I could have sworn <laughs> we mentioned that last episode. Well, we could have. Did we? Did know. we? I think we may have briefly. Next, but I think the plan, really that, I was the had been released, had but I don't think out. the title had been released yet. Yeah. Had it? Yeah. I don't so know. the movie's called the. Now I'm googling it. Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald, which makes it sound like the beasts are committing the crime, but um, it's it's a pretty good, cool it shot. So. The, I've seen the motion post, the online motion poster, mm-hmm. where like it's the group, and then it's yeah, like a they, cloud. they kind of shift, and the cloud comes. And, yeah. That's the one I've seen. I've seen. Jude Law looks okay. Yeah, I think that's, that's a good choice for Dumbledore. I know there was uh, some push for a while to have uh, what's his name? Um, who was the first Dumbledore? Richard Harris. Richard Harris. His son, Jared Harris, who's a very good actor in mm-hmm. his own right. I think he's been on Doctor Who. Like yeah. All oh, he's been. He if for the last couple of years, he is like the bad guy to your. In a lot of things, he was a bad guy in Fringe. Mm-hmm. He was, um, uh, what did I watch it? Oh, he was in, um, what's the Queen Elizabeth II show that everybody likes? The Crown. The Crown. He was her dad oh, okay. in, uh, oh, okay. in that. Hmm. Very good at, but at the same time, it's like, I think he would have been okay, but he's sort of older than the character should be at mm-hmm. that point. So I can see why they didn't. Now, and maybe he just didn't want to, yeah. too, right? Dumbledore. Was in a relationship or was with yes with was it with Newt? No, no, it's no. With the uh... with Grindelwald. Yeah. Oh, with Grindelwald. Okay. Oh. When they were both young, and then they became enemies. Okay, and... so this is set after that. Then. Yeah. Because Johnny can't Depp, find is, the they're an Obi Wan Vader kind of situation. Yeah. Johnny Depp is playing. Um, it might not be a, if you're looking for poster. It might be just as under photo because I don't think it's actually a poster yet. But yeah, will be soon. I am. I know how much you like the Harry Potter, so I thought I'd bring that up. Yeah, I liked Fantastic Beasts too. Well, I got into a conversation on Facebook with a friend of mine about this movie just the other day, and the problem I had with Fantastic Beasts was that it really wasn't Newt's story. No, you're right. And he was just kind of there. He was this just one kind, kind of, of there. Like it's going to be the same. Like thing. you could take Newt out of the movie, and mm. it would still happen the way it happened, sort of like Indiana Jones in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, things just sort of happened to him. He wasn't the driving force of the story. So yeah. I'm hoping with this new one that he's more um, active uh, in the storytelling. <laughs> I don't know. We shall see. Mm-hmm. So not based oh, on a book, so we'll know. I got a, I, I, I saw a, a theme park thing this Ooh. week, and it's Star Wars and Disney because clearly, right? They, did you see that they're doing that 3D interactive kind of like the Ghostbuster yeah, game? Oh yeah, the, the yeah. Void with the, uh, the yeah, storm. Yeah, yeah, the Void. Yeah, yeah. we've talked about this in the past. Oh, have we? Okay, yeah. so there's I, video of it. Of out. it oh, is yeah. there? Yeah. I guess uh, it's going to be going live. Where did they say at Disney Springs? It's at two locations, right? Yeah, now. it's at like Disney great, Springs yeah. at, at Walt Disney World and Downtown Disney at Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, no, but there was somewhere else. I don't know if it was 
one of the four and J- Disney. I thought it was only two right now, and then the third one later on. Yeah, but I thought the thought Disney World was the one later on. Okay, no. either way, I saw the video for that this week, and I thought that looked really cool. It was cool. Uh, part of the uh, the last week's episode of the Star Wars show. They yeah. went over it because it was a slow news week. <laughs> you can always tell when it's a slow news week for the Star Wars show because they do stuff like that where yeah. it's like. You would think yeah. with, it, with us being like what two weeks out from the opening of the Last Jedi, there'd be more news, but but I'm what kind news? Of glad there isn't. I what don't news is there going to be other than the movie? <laughs> even as it is, I saw a, I guess a TV commercial, so one of the tiny like little short trailers. Yeah. The one for Nissan? No, <laughs> no, not that one. I've seen the Nissan one. That just it always strikes me as weird. Uh, but it just shows like the sequence where we see Ray and she's medi- you know doing the meditating or whatever and looking you know using the force and the ground's cracking around her. Well, there's another part to that. It was a different a different piece that we hadn't seen yet with Luke and her like from a different angle of that. And it's just like oh, I wish I hadn't seen that. Mm. <laughs> so now I luckily just, I don't have cable, so I'm, yeah. I'm doing pretty good. Speaking of movies, uh, it's a little old now, but. Two weeks ago, we all got to see, at various points, Justice League. Yes, we did. And uh, I think it's it. Ryan liked Batman vs Superman. We like. Yep, I enjoyed that movie. You know, I've enjoyed, you enjoyed the, the, DC the director's movies. cut more better than yeah. the theatrical. I still need to see that. Um, I know because I sat in the theater with with <laughs> Jen and Kevin that. Neither one of us particularly liked Batman vs. Superman. No, not really. Uh, I totally forgot how it, it ended. It's the only <laughs> time I have ever seen my wife yell at a movie in a theater. <laughs> we know about Batman's parents. For, for I, don't I was know. so wor- worried that Justice League, I was like, please don't tell us Batman's origin again. Please don't tell us Batman's origin again. <laughs> I don't know if we we've ever know. told this story on the podcast, but oh, when we I? saw Batman vs. Superman... Uh, when it gets to the Batman origin story, Jen just yelled out at the screen, we know this part already. (laughs) I've seen her really only yell at two things like that. One was that movie, and one was the Netflix show Shadowhunters. It's based on a series of books that she liked. Yeah, And... Except they ruined it, apparently. <laughs> I don't like know the any... first 15 minutes. <laughs> I, I was like, nope. <laughs> I was going out somewhere with somebody, and I just le- about to leave the house, and I just hear from downstairs, nope, that's it, I'm done. <laughs> then, which is weird for, like, she'll change the channel or switch to a different program. Usually she doesn't yell at the TV <laughs> before yeah. she does it. I was so looking forward to that series because I love the books uh, by Cassandra Clare. They're very well written. Well, they're not very well written, but they're very entertaining books. Right. Um, so I was like, yeah, they're making a show. And they did a movie, and the movie kind of sucked. Um, and so I was like, yeah, they're doing a show. It'll be awesome. And then in, like, the first 15 minutes, they take, like, the most fundamental plot point and erase it. Mm. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> Anyways, back to Justice League. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll, we'll go around the table. Let's start with Jen. What did you think of it, Jen? Because... You're not the hugest DC fan other than... You like the TV shows. Or I forgot like, you that like Superman was dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a minor point. Oh, I, I was like, what happened to Superman? And then they did the whole Superman setup. Is he like, sleeping? I was like, 
when did he die? I don't remember this at all. Okay. So I guess I totally fell asleep through that part of Batman <laughs> so versus Superman. You, so what did you think of the movie? I, of Justice League. I enjoyed it. I was I was very worried going in. I went in with very low expectations, and I honestly would go and see it again in theaters. I found it was uh, was pretty entertaining. I found that there were some slow points, but that might have been because I had two giant uh, cokes before I went in and really had to pee through most of that movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's why you pee before the movie starts. Yeah. Uh, but I found it was entertaining. Um, I was really worried that they were going to shove all the characters into the background and it was going to be Batman versus Superman again. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did a pretty good job of that. Wonder Woman played a pretty big role. Um, I liked The Flash. I was a little upset. Originally, I was upset that it wasn't going to be the TV show Flash. And I know we'll get into this. But I thought that the... Uh, the actor who played the Flash did a good job. Coincidentally, who was in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah, um, but I've always liked the Flash as a character because he's like the only funny DC character. He's not the only well, one. In the the public like TV yeah. and movies. Yeah, he's the, the from one with more from humor. the my point of view, who I've only really I've only really I've watched Justice League. I haven't really read any of the DC books. Right. Um, I've seen all the Superman and Batman <laughs> movies. Um, Flash is the only funny character. <laughs> right. So sense. I was glad that they included him and gave him a chance to give some levity to the movie. Um, yeah, I liked Cyborg. I thought it was really good. It was well well done. Ryan. Well, I enjoyed it. I, I also went in with low expectations. Uh, between the you know two you know rewrites, the two directors, the constantly hearing stories of Ben Affleck doesn't want to be Batman anymore. So it's like, well, is he just going to mail this one in? Like, what's going on mm. on the set? And uh, and then oh, the the, the oh, it's only you know the, the studio telling me it has to be just two hours. That's it. No longer. It's like, well, how are they going to you know? cut this because at one point we were hearing it was going to be like a three hour yeah, movie, movie and so what's going to happen and uh, yeah no I enjoyed it it was fun it was a good team movie like you, you got to learn a little bit about the new players on the team in the world and uh, you got teased with a few other things to kind of help flesh out the rest of the world but uh, yeah you know you had some like Superman was more like the Superman we all wanted Superman to be in the other two movies that he's been in. Uh, you know, he's dying when you come back to life. It uh, cheers you up a little bit, I guess. Uh, <laughs> makes you appreciate what you got. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I enjoyed the movie. I'd see it again. I wouldn't necessarily see it again in 3D. I'd probably... We saw it in 2D. Yeah. So. Yeah. I did not see it in 3D either. I saw it in 3D. Um, didn't really add a whole lot to it, like most of them do nowadays anyway. That first scene of the movie where it's like the kids videotaping for their blog. That was or their cute. Podcast. It was cute. But I don't know if it was all CGI Superman or if it was just... That was the mustache removal. Just a lot of badly redone mustache removal because, yeah, he looked like he was all CGI in that, in that footage. He had that flat lip. Yep. I didn't even notice. It was yeah, probably the only part of the movie that I really thought, well, this is clearly where they had the CGI his lip. It was also, one of my favorite parts of the movie. Actually. Oh, I thought it was great. It was, yeah. a, it was a, and that Superman, which clearly must you know, was supposed to be like made before he died. Yeah. Well, that's not. We never saw Superman act like that in either exactly. one of the movies. When, when I saw that part, I yeah. even where said was the that? Dead, where the hell was that Superman <laughs> in the last movie? Yeah. 
I, I that, still have no memory of him dying. I really need to watch the end of that movie again. No, you don't. That was that's a... a uh, that's obviously that's a, when Wonder Woman shows up and they fight the big monster, Doomsday, which should not have been in the first fucking movie. <laughs> Rewind a few episodes which back to hear Ryan's... Ryan's the one out of us who likes that movie. And I like that character, and I like the Death of Superman story, yeah. and I've already gone on this tangent, so I won't again. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, what did you think? So I judge movies like this by what I call the stupid grin factor, mm. uh, <laughs> and that for me is, it hark- It brings me back to being a kid, and would 12-year-old me love this? Well, in this movie, the stupid grin appeared on my face during the Wonder Woman versus the terrorist scene. Oh, that was a good scene. And it didn't leave until the end of the movie. So I really love this movie. And I know it's not a perfect movie. Oh, no. It's oh, not no. Not a, by any it's stretch. Not, uh, it's not high art. It is it's not, not winning any Oscars, that's for sure. But Maybe I, for special effects. Well, no, there was better ones. <laughs> I really had a good time at this movie. It was entertaining. Um, I loved the characterization of Aquaman. I, I forgot about Aquaman. <laughs> I... I, he took his shirt off. How could you forget about yeah, that? Yeah, I'll talk about my rating system after. There were parts that we may have been able to do without. I didn't think we really needed as much Lois and Ma Kent as we got. And apparently there was more in well, the... Well, see, I, I'm the kind of... That was part of the, of the slow parts. Yeah, but that I, I, I think that about. was necessary... Personally, to reintroduce and reground Superman. Yeah. Well, you didn't have. You just had him come back to life. Here's a question for you: okay. If Batman felt bad about Clark dying, why didn't he buy the farm then? That's what I was thinking. Oh yeah, I thought the same <laughs> thing. They do kind of mention that. I got the feeling he didn't know because, like, because the Ma Kent even said he went to the farm. No, but he didn't know that she was... Because even Lois didn't know she was losing the yeah, farm until, until she lost the farm. Yeah. No, why would Bruce Wayne know? It's not like afterwards he would keep track of his her. His power, well, he he's should have been. Yeah. He should have been keeping that track of her. That part was good. <laughs> he should have been keep watching up for Martha. Mm. I remember um, that part of the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it that the three new characters all got their spotlights we didn't actually get real origin stories for any of them which is fine yeah um, well they're all getting their well, they, well they might all be getting aquaman's getting the the origin though was kind of when um flash and cyborg were digging up superman's grave and they were like how'd you get your powers and they're like we're the accidents and that was it yeah <laughs> and i was like that's all you need that's all you need um I loved that montage of the ancient battle. There Where were we get... so yeah, many that little cool. Easter eggs in that. And apparently, okay, so there, there was, the was a lot more to that Easter egg. There were well, the Green Lanterns. But what was there something else? That there were all the old, old gods. And I guess Ed... Oh, I, didn't I saw even it with Ed. That. I guess he noticed it in the credits. The Ares. guy who played Ares... Ares was in was the cre- movie. ...was in the credits. Oh, nice. So he was oh. in that sequence playing himself. Oh, playing the character. Yeah, yeah that, that, that might also be a case of, like, <laughs> like you said, there's a, a longer person. At least he wasn't scene. playing with himself. Yeah. <laughs> we might have had, there might have been But Ares was in that scene, him. and Zeus, and Apollo, oh. all the old gods were in there, plus the Atlanteans, and the, I just, it, it had a real 300 kind of vibe. And I was it. just like, yeah. hey, look, Green Lanterns. But it's kind of crazy that in the ancient days, it took thousands of warriors, and in the modern times, it takes... Five guys. They didn't well, have no, Superman no. back then. It took Superman. Superman. They didn't they have a, Superman. They had a Green Lantern, a pantheon of Greek gods. Ah, Superman. <laughs> yeah, but apparently Superman is better than all of them put together. He's the, of he's course. the, the Trump card. Yeah. <laughs> of course, now he's zombie Superman, isn't he? 
No, he's Jesus. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's Jesus Superman. Because you haven't got enough of Superman being Jesus before. <laughs> if you, go back and watch uh, Man of Steel. And then watch Superman vs. Batman mm-hmm. and see how many times Zack Snyder sh- he's just literally shoving it in your face. Drinking he's like, hey, game. Wait, Superman is Jesus. Drinking game. I really game. liked it. And I much, well, maybe that's part of the reason. We all went in with really low expectations and we were rewarded with that. With the, um, like, like you said, it's not going to win awards, but it was, a, it was fun mm-hmm. for one. Um, I think it's the best version of Superman that they've done in this set Since of... Superman 2. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that would be fair. Uh-huh. Well, Superman... Re- Other than the cartoons. Well, yeah, uh, get rid of the animated the, series. Uh, Brent, Brendan Roth Superman wasn't bad, except... He was good as Superman. Ex- that movie was boring as shit. Yes. And that the was- Superman being a stalker dad, yeah. that part sucks. Yeah, that's dead a be dead. Stalker Superman? Well, not only that, and possibly raped Lois. What are we talking about? Brandon well, no, Superman no, Returns? No one ever said anything about him raping Lois. Sorry, I was looking up She Steppenwolf. had sex with them, and she doesn't remember it. Well, it's because he spun around the world. Yeah. That's rape. That is super roofy. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. So the other kid, I really liked the villain, Steppenwolf, and I had no idea... I was like, isn't that a band? <laughs> yeah, they sing Magic Carpet Ride. Yeah. I was like, did, did the band come first or did Steppenwolf? And then Brent was like, no, it's got something to do with it. So I just Googled what it is. It's the 10th the novel of... by German-Swiss author Hermann Hess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. He's the son of Darkseid. Yeah, yeah. But he's also, I guess this is where it came from. That's where the name came from. Yeah. That was during Kirby's oh, it's a... like philosophy plus chariots like, of the gods. I did like that phase. Kirby got a huge shout out in the credits. The novel yeah. was named after the lonesome canid of the steps. Oh, Steppenwolf. Um, on, a, on a whole, they, they, they gave anyway. me everything that I would want, really, out mm-hmm. of the Justice League movie. Me too. Um, the only thing, the only drawbacks I saw from it, and it's not really drawbacks, uh, but uh, I guess the day later, because during it, I think it's inevitable if you know what happened with the production of that movie, yeah. part of what you're watching for in that movie is... Okay, that was Joss Whedon. Yeah. That's Zack Snyder. Yeah. Snyder, Snyder, Whedon. Yeah. Snyder, 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 Whedon. And it it was pretty clear which ones mm-hmm. Whedon worked on, or at least in my mind. Mm-hmm. And supposed, the supposed um, special effects artist put on Reddit a list of, because he saw both versions of the movie, I guess, mm. uh, put a list of what he figures were the Whedon Additions and cuts because they came in after the kids with the blog were obviously a Whedon team. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. that was put in long after. But the most, uh, pretty much everything you think was a Whedon thing, pretty much was. Yeah. Apparently, there was a couple things that were um, actually of Whedons that were longer and then edited back a little bit, stuff like that. But um, it, it it's it's a shame. That it seems to be getting brutalized by critics again. Mm-hmm. When because it's, it's not a Marvel movie. Yeah, and I think that's unfortunately what DC now had because DC committed sins and now it's paying for yeah. it all the way through. Yeah. And Marvel but, got it right, and now it's the the shining star. But Disney also had a huge hit this or Disney DC also had a huge hit this year too. With Wonder right? Woman, yeah. So. They're trying. They've got to live up to Wonder Woman, and Justice League is not as good a movie as Wonder Woman, but. It's still a good film. I don't know why 
people just seem to be taking glee in this movie not doing as well as it should. Yeah, which... and I think that's because Batman versus Superman didn't do as well. Um, Man of Steel didn't do as well as they hoped. And to be fair, a lot of that comes from how Warner Brothers handled going back to Green Lantern that and basically saying, "Well, you know, you're just wrong." Yeah, that, that like their public persona. That's what it kind of came out yeah. of after Batman versus Superman was. Like from comment Zack Snyder made, and from everybody involved in the movie, other than like the actors, it kind of came off as like we didn't do a bad job. You guys just don't know any better, mm. and you know that that can you know audiences have memories, and that's yeah. probably part of it. I thought it was, but even with that, I thought one, it was fun. One thing I said coming out of the movie, and and I don't I don't know how to explain it any more than what I said was I said it felt. Like DC. It felt like a DC comic. Whereas the Marvel movies feel like Marvel comics, right? Yeah. yeah. There's an obvious... There is there is a difference. And I'm glad that DC feels like DC. Like, these characters are iconic. Uh, say what you will about Thor and Iron Man and Hulk. They're great characters. But they're not as iconic and as known to lay people as Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. And... I got the feeling in Justice League that we were celebrating these characters. And, um, yeah, it just, like I said, it, it felt like a DC comic. It it felt like DC. Yeah, the yeah. way I always kind of describe it is, like, to me, Marvel is cartoon and DC is more serious. And it's kind of like what you're saying. It feels like a more... It's almost like Marvel is like the kid brother of DC. Like you have the mature, rounded, like you said, has some history, has some some gravitas. And DC to me is more that, and Marvel is more like light and funny and and cartoony. Mm. And that's why at least why, it in terms of film projects. That's yeah, just general generalizing. Like I'm yeah. totally generalizing, and that's why to me I tend to gravitate more towards Marvel because I like the light, funny, airy type of a thing as opposed to the the uh, uh, icons that you were talking about. Right. That's my personal opinion, but I, I, I get what you say. It felt like a DC movie. Yeah. Well, I left the movie actually looking forward to another DC movie. Yeah. Wanting, like, and thinking, oh, so what do we get next year? Oh, we get Aquaman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not a huge Aquaman fan, but I'll, you know, I'll, I'll check it out. <laughs> but, and then it's like, well, then what's next? Is that's the problem? Like Everything's they were up waiting. in the air right now. Yeah, but now, apparently, you was it you who told me it did really well in China? That's what I had read. I'd read it. It yeah. was set that box office me. records in China, and I didn't get to look further into that. But let's take a look at box office mojo. But <laughs> you know, what's the one thing I did like. It, it's not a nitpicky thing. I just kind of laughed at it. Is that there are there's at least one police officer in Metropolis that yeah. that man either has to give to a ton of money to or murder. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're all the Clark. Clark. They're Clark. All Clark. calling him Clark. And like Superman's name is Clark. And when, you know, the lead reporter for the Daily Planet shows up after being missing for six months to a year. Yeah. yeah Whose name they're... is also Clark. Yeah. yeah. How are they going to explain a, that one away? Assuming he's a half-decent police officer, he'll put one and one together and get two pretty quick. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that police officer is concussed by that part. I don't <laughs> think he ever gets injured. He, he got thrown around. No. He got thrown he into his car. a cop car, like, on the, the other side. And then I thought the car run. got, like, pushed back or no, knocked over or something. No, it was a different car. I think at one point, I think they kind of run away. Oh. 
Yeah. But not before they were all yelling, Clark, stop, Clark, 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 like Clark. I did the, uh, the world without Superman idea, too. Like, you know, that second part of the, the oh, death showing, of Superman showing how the world has reacted without him being there. The world yeah. without Jesus is a very terrible place. I yeah. mean, Superman. <laughs> so um, Justice League has made so far $485 million worldwide. Uh, it's $174 million domestic and $311 million foreign. So that's yeah, China. So it's doing most of that's okay. in China. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you break it down by country, so, China. No, I did hear before the movie came out. It's made eighty-four million dollars in China. Yeah, oh. that there was some reports that it needed to make like seven hundred million dollars to break even. Yeah, but that's Hollywood math. And yeah. There's there's that that saying that no movie makes money in yeah. Hollywood. Like. Um, the best example I can think of of modern movies like that is the Lord of the Rings films that Peter Jackson went, where's my money? And New Line's like, what money? The the money from those three gigantic movies that I made for you that made billions of dollars? Oh, they didn't actually make any profit. And to which Peter Jackson and his lawyers went, fuck you! <laughs> and sued him. That's why we, it was so long for The Hobbit to come around because that between that and MGM's bankruptcy... yeah. Is that it was kind of tied up in that because New Line's like and like it's not the only one. It's just the one I can think yeah. of off the top of my head. Is well, that a like lawsuit. a lot of movies just say, "Well, oh, we didn't make money," we're, and we're all in the promotion, which is never part well, that, of the that's, the budget. There of was a a, um, a a lawsuit recently going on with uh, the director of Mad Max, George Miller. George Miller, much his production suing because they felt they were owed an extra six million dollar bonus for coming in under budget, where the studio was like, "Oh no, 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 you you went over budget," and he's like, oh, "No, no, no, no." Those changes, the only things that happened that put us over the budget were things that the studio wanted forced done. Forced us to do. And forced us to do. And that puts you over budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, which, and so the lawyers get involved. Yeah, so which <laughs> I mean, that, that kind of puts a postponement on any further Mad Max sequels, too. Probably for a bit. Yeah, assuming those were... I know they're kind of in the works, but who knows how much they were in the works. But. Yeah. So overall, go see Justice League. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I liked it. Yep. Yeah, I, I, my, I would my, say go see it in theaters. Don't my, sit pay for three D though. No. My I, serious yeah, criticism was that I only got two of the three actors shirtless. <laughs> Remember going into it, I was like, "It's going to be a good movie if I see all three. If all three of them get to be shirtless." Mm. There's five men in that movie. Yeah, yeah but, but she the doesn't flash, count the Flash. The Flash and Cyborg. And, yeah. They're too young for her. Yeah. Oh. Ben Affleck. Well, technically, technically Cyborg, Cyborg wasn't wearing a shirt most of the movie. <laughs> he was wearing a hoodie. Yeah, but the rest of it he wasn't. Yeah, technically. Abs of steel. Boom, boom. I didn't get I shirtless. I really liked Cyborg. The guy who played him, I thought was pretty good. Mm. And he managed to sneak in the, the Teen Titans Go Booyah. Yeah, he did after that, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully it does well enough that we get a, a sequel where they they keep on this track. Yeah, mm-hmm. keep this universe going with these people. And I I don't know what's going on there at all though. No. They I don't think they know anymore. Is because Aquaman is done production. So. Yeah, and well, they don't need to do movies like that are all interconnected. No. They can do Aquaman. They can do like you know, there's talk of doing that. Um, Gotham Sirens, 
and with you know with Harley Quinn as like one of the main which characters. Which that talk died down when we heard Suicide Squad two was in production, which was weird because Suicide Squad two got t- like sort of went away when we heard that Gotham Sirens movie. Yeah, was so it's one of those so, ones. I don't know which one we're gonna get first, but yeah. you know. And then there's always the story of uh, Whedon doing a a Batgirl movie, so it's like all these things can you know they don't need to necessarily be interconnected to just be in the same universe. Yeah, you just have a newspaper or a TV screen that shows something or even just, you know, a, refer- a random all, actor. Yeah, technically, all of Marvel's Netflix series are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They yeah, just they just, you just make a really mention. Of it. Yeah. So. Although I kind of wish that they had had Mara in that movie a bit more. Well, I was going to say that too. in the Aqua movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, movie, so. I always feel like a super team needs more than one woman. Uh-huh. And Mira can kick some ass. Mm. Yeah. She would have been a great, a nice addition to the team too. But. Mm-hmm. What other female villain or villain, a hero from DC, could you throw on that team? That would be a solid. The only other um, DC girl I can think of is Hawk Girl, Black Canary. Yeah, was Hawk, Hawk Girl Hawk would be a bad idea. She was in the cartoon. Rela- yeah, I loved her in the cartoon, but Zatanna. then League of Legends ruined her for me. Yeah, she Zatanna, so you were in the risk of being a little corny. Uh, I like Zatanna, but. Power Girl. Yep. Oh, but then you're yeah, into then, crazy comic book yep. stuff. Yeah. She's the cable of the DC universe. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool character until you start looking into her backstory, and then you, know, you can just feel the migraine. Well, that's why she's got head. that big opening on the front of her outfit, so you don't look into her backstory because you're too busy looking look. at the front of her story. But <laughs> um, Starfire. Yeah, but what, there's a Titan series. There's a Titans TV series that apparently has started filming locally. Yeah. Well, the Ontario Loc- locally. locally. With being, you know, broad sense. Within 100 kilometers. In Toronto. Of Toronto. Yeah. So hopefully we'll see. Uh, I, I hope they pull out of this the slump. We're, we're getting Aquaman and Wonder Woman too. Yeah. Those are for sure. Everything mm-hmm. else is kind of off yeah. for grabs right now. Yeah. And Shazam. Shazam is probably going to happen. No. Probably they've got it cast and they're they're working towards pre-production, so we shall see. Yeah. So moving on from uh, Justice League, it's nearing Christmas, and this one this episode will be out just in time for you guys to go out shopping. So <laughs> you better start. There's only got like a month left. Yeah. So we decided that we would put together a uh, a list of sort of. A helpful Christmas list. Some gifts, the gift ideas, some places some, where some you picks, can go. Some, hints, some, some, um, some of them uh, from me. There's going to be a couple. Like if you've got some good money to burn, and then there'll be some affordable ones. And You're stuff just like saying that. that because I said I was going to buy no, your actually, Christmas was, present. For actually, one of these the one picks. I mentioned is on my list, but it's a like for if like you have money to burn. I'll explain it when we get to my pick. So uh, we'll start. I'll go the other way this time. You want to start, Kevin? Well, I don't have a lot because um, I'm not as into geeky toys and, and things as you guys are, but uh, I do love my board games, and there are a couple that I wanted to talk about. One is called Secret Hitler, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds like a lot of fun. It's a 
it's it's one of those games where everybody has a role, but it's all secret and you don't know who is who. And the object of the game is if you're Hitler is to become chancellor. And if you're not Hitler, it's to figure out who Hitler is. So uh, that sounds pretty fun. Uh, if you don't want something quite as uh, controversial as Nazis at your uh, at your gaming table. Or finding out truly what your friend's political beliefs are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, there's a great... Uh, sort of party word game called Code Words. Yeah, Code Words is fun. That I love. Um, Basically, you work in teams. uh, um, One person on your team is sort of the giver of clues and like password. You can only give one. Is it Code Words or Code Names? Code Names. Code Names. Oh, yeah. I always get that mixed up. Code Names. One person gives one word clues, but that one word can refer to more than one of the words that is on this board. And the object is to get your team to guess all of your words before the other team guesses all of their words. Or uh, you lose if you if they guess the word that the, um, the traitor, the spy, is in. So it's very fun, very quick. Uh, I love games like that. Um, there's different versions of that one, too. Like there there's, are. A Marvel there's a Marvel version. One and there's, and a, there's a Disney kinds, one. Yeah. I think there's an Archer one. I, I think so. Be, would, I would not be surprised. Uh, there's Archer Love Letter is another oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, uh, there's an Archer version of that. There's a Batman version that's out of print. and uh, 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 Our good friend and listener, Gavin Whitehead, he's got uh, the Batman one. Batman Love Letter? Yeah. I've only played Basic Love Letter. See, I, I've only I, played the Batman one. I quite enjoy that game. So, yeah, there's a few um, uh, games that uh, will keep you um, entertained over the holidays. Yeah, uh, I I like games. In fact, one makes my list. Ooh. Well, actually, there'll be kind of there might be two because one I've played, one I haven't. Uh, that it, Kevin? Don't want to. Yeah, for now. That's okay, good. if you come something up with something, we'll come back to you. Ryan. Okay, so we all remember that last year for Christmas, I got a Roomba, and I, <laughs> and, I, and, I love, and I love my Roomba. Yes, you do. Did you put bunny ears on it yet? No, I haven't decorated Aww. my Roomba. I just let him live in his little corner and wake him up every so often to go and eat the little dust off my carpet. Anyway, so as I was surfing the internet, you know, last week or the other day, like I usually do, uh, I came across um, some some vacuums that are like Roombas. They're not Roombas because they're they're by Samsung. Roomba is a copyrighted term, right? Yeah, exactly. They're a company. So Samsung has put out their own small little compact vacuum. These ones, there's a Darth Vader shaped one and oh, themed one and a Stormtrooper. Yeah. The Stormtrooper, they, I, I can definitely see working in the helmet design. And every the, time it drove by, Brent, you'd go, Stormtrooper. Stormtrooper. Well, the, uh, they actually play phrases. <laughs> and play the Imperial March when they're returning to the station. <laughs> okay, that's kind of awesome. So you can watch this videos of it online. I swear, you know, there I, I didn't I didn't get a price, but I'm assuming you know they're the hundred dollar. Is there a transformer one? No. That there should be one that's painted up like Optimus Prime, and when it starts, it's like transform and roll out, and it goes out of its little carrier thing. Then or these movies are gonna suck. <laughs> Just the latest ones. Um. Oh, another one. This thing I thought I saw online, and it was really cool. Um, it's called Dinosphere. It's a bioluminescent orb. So it's like a glass orb with a plug. That you, okay. That, and uh, you're given a package of, I guess, a liquid and like a f- 
a food to pour into it. When you mix it together in the orb, it's this glowing bioluminescent ball. It okay. looks really cool. All right. It's uh, the one I saw was you know, fifty nine ninety nine. You ordered online. Uh, they've got different versions. There's one now that I keep seeing ads for because now that I've looked at it, it pops up in all my ads. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it will forever. Yeah. It's Internet uh, algorithms. It's like a pet sphere or something. It's like it's shaped like a little dinosaur. Oh. That okay. you put the liquid into, and it's like it's by you know it glows. It's really cool. Mm. That's the thing that I was talking about. That'd be. I if I now that I've seen this, if I had someone to buy for that was into geeky weird things like that, mm. I would totally buy that for someone just because it's different. You wouldn't expect it. What's the price point on that one? Fifty nine ninety nine. That's not bad. No. Uh, so some good stocking stuffers. Uh, the dollar store Dollarama here, at least in Ontario, uh, has been having the um, is it Mega Block. Yes. They are the little... Because they're not called Mega Blocks anymore, but the ones in the dollar store are. Okay. Uh, what these sets are, are you can build Lego... Well, it's not Lego, Mega Block versions of characters. So yep. like, there's He-Man, Skeletor, there's a Terminator one, there's uh, an Assassin's Creed. I have built three of them. They're pretty nifty. Yes. The first one takes a little... Getting used doing, to, but once you <laughs> once you get that done, uh, you, they're pretty. They're very similar. The one I've been looking for that you got that I can't find anymore is the Hellboy, Hellboy. one. But those are you know, and those are four dollars or three dollars, three or four. Yeah. So it's you know that's a good stocking stuffer little thing. Um, and then the other one, kind of in all ages, you know, I I, I have to give something Ghostbusters, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, now there's the uh, Playmobil Ghostbuster sets. <laughs> <laughs> Which look really cool. Like, I've been tempted to, oh, to yeah. buy, like, the, at least the Ecto-1. Like, there's an Ecto-1 set, which is around 60 bucks. Yeah. Uh, it's a decent-sized Ecto-1 with the little Playmobil people. Uh, the car, the lights light up. And uh, there's sets vary in price from nine ninety nine all the way up to ninety nine ninety nine, And that's for the Firehouse. And then each set has like a couple different characters. Like there's a Marshmallow Man set that comes with the Marshmallow Man, and I think either Ray or Peter. And then there's, you know, there's one with the Terror Dog that comes with another person. And you know, all the characters are there. All the people you love from the original movies are there. Yep. Um, those were the ones that I've gotten on my list. You know, just some little ideas. What about you, Jen? What have you got? Oh, you got. Yep, Jen. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I didn't really have any recommendations for specific things. I was just thinking about more along the lines of places you can shop for these fun That's stuff. That's fine. Yeah. Just because, I don't know, everybody's fandom is different and, you know, where mm. I want, the stuff that I want for Christmas may be different for somebody who is not a Sailor Moon fan. Um, <laughs> is that a hint? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, if you're looking for good nerdy stuff, a good place that you can go is Hot Topic. Well, so I was just going to say that. That's funny. Yeah, Hot Top is a good one. It has a good overview of almost everything. And um, it's starting to get to the point where I don't feel creepy going into the store. <laughs> yeah. They got they some really cool for, t-shirts. In the got, last yeah. couple of years, like the couple of years before, like the last two, I would say, uh, I go in there looking for something for Jen, and it's just filled with teenage girls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, I mean, if for, for, the, for the ladies in your life, um, or the ladies that you are... <laughs> It's got a lot of nice accessories and like um, 
purses and hair clips and lots of nice clothing and dresses and little toys and things like that for almost every fandom you can think of, uh, especially for like Harry Potter and anime and Supernatural and Funko Pops and stuff. Um, speaking of clothes, uh, if you don't mind getting the shipping from the States, uh, Her Universe has a lot of awesome nerdy clothes for women. They also uh, have some unisex stuff And now some too. unisex stuff. Oh, awesome. Um, and there's another clothing store called Torrid, T-O-R-R-I-D, Torrid. And they have some of the Her Universe stuff, but only online. Uh, but the in the Canadian stores anyway, they get a couple of cool nerdy things every once in a while and they get lots of disney stuff and lots of star wars stuff in addition to some really good clothes um and then there's always like think geek uh i was just totally forgot about that site till the other day and then i was looking at it and i was like all right i forgot how awesome think geek is and you can get a lot of think geek stuff at eb games um if you don't live in the states so those are my choices i would say go to uh, any of those stores if you're looking for shopping for a nerd well, there's always your local comic book shop, too. Yeah, and your local comic book shop. I was talking more chains, but... Well, no, exa- yeah, no, no. Because yeah. sometimes comic book shops don't sell toys. They just no, sell No, but comics. they still sell comics or nerdy yeah. stuff. Most yep. of them nowadays have, have branched out enough to have some apparel or something because yep. the money's just not there in just comics. Hey, if you're in the Barry area, I suggest Big B Comics. Yeah, most of the time... Tell I them we to, sent you. Most of the times I go to Big B, I end up buying a toy instead of a book or, you know, a combination yep. thereof. Yeah. <laughs> I went there for their Black Friday sale and ended up buying a bunch of used trades. Got some more Teen Titans books. Yep. Big B is awesome. And there's a couple of them locations if you're not in the Barrie area. Yeah. There's one in And if you live in the States, there's a couple of actual physical Think Geek stores. There's like two in Florida. Because I looked it up because we're going to the States in a couple weeks. Uh, Not in Michigan, unfortunately. (laughs) But uh, they're pretty cool. So. Mm-hmm. Even just to look around, they have some neat stuff. Yeah. Anything else, Jen? Nope. Okay, so I went with uh, I went with a couple different ideas for gifts. Um, two games, actually, two two card games. Okay. Um, which are reasonably priced, and then something that's a little bit more on the expensive side, especially depending on which version of it you buy, and then an uber expensive thing. So the first thing I'm is something I just bought uh, the other day. It's a card game called Joking Hazard. It's a uh, similar in play structure to um, uh, Cards Against Humanity, but it's done by the guys who do the web comic Cyanide and Happiness. Oh, okay. So two I cards are comics. played with uh, with a comic strip, like two out of the three panels, right? And then out of your hand, you have to play the third punchline panel. Oh, nice! And the, everybody and the judge votes on which one they wins it, and you get a no. point. It looks hilarious. I've bought it for the for having people over and playing. We're gonna have to play that. Cards Against Humanity is a fun game, but it's I've been playing it been playing it a lot over the last couple of years. So it's good to take a break and try something new. Yeah. Then we could go back to Cards Against Humanity. So um, along with that is a card game that I actually own and have played and is lots of fun and is tons of nerdy appeal is a card game called Boss Monster, where you are the boss monster in a video game, like a Bowser or a Ganon or a Mother Brain kind of character, and you build the dungeon that the hero that gets selected out of the deck has to go through, and for every hero you get like victory points, basically. 
and it's a lot of fun. It's if you understand how video game mechanics work from like the the old Super Nintendo games and mm-hmm. Nintendo games, you pick up on it pretty quick. But it, there's expansion sets for it that add different things to it. It's a it's a fun game, and both of those are under forty dollars, I think, on Amazon. Um, so the the more expensive of the gifts. Um, I think it's safe to say that we are all fans of a musical artist named Weird Al Yankovic at this mm-hmm. table. And Weird Al has released a box set of his complete works. Oh, nice. Called Squeeze Box, the complete works of Weird Al Yankovic. Is it shaped like uh, an accordion? It comes in an accordion box. <laughs> nice. Like, it, like the box is shaped like an accordion and spreads out like one. Oh, nice. Yeah. So there are... Two versions of this box set. Um, there's a CD version that on Amazon.com is running for three hundred dollars, and if you want to get the vinyl version, you're looking at four hundred. But it has everything, including a disc of unreleased tracks. Oh wow! Yeah, mm. so like that, I guess he can legally do like originals and stuff like that, or stuff he's gone back and gotten permission for that yeah. he didn't use for whatever reason. So. <laughs> That's pretty. If you have a Weird Al fan who doesn't have everything, I I get this set because it's just fantastic looking. But it is on the pricey side. Now, if you have come into some money, <laughs> and I mean this truly, because this is this is expensive. This is this is a couple thousand you're looking at. Um, but I I briefly looked at it until I realized there's no way my wife would go. But even still, I found one thing on this that my wife would enjoy. So pro wrestler Chris Jericho has a cruise going on next year. Oh, dear. And after the the Comic-Con cruise that we did, I'm always kind of on the lookout checking out these things, seeing if there's one that I would go to. If... I were single and didn't have really much in the way of responsibilities, I would so be on this boat. <laughs> I love how he said, if I was single. <laughs> well, it's, it's the thing is, is it's expensive, right? And while I would like, I would get along going on this by myself fine. It's a lot of money for me to be paying for me to go on a trip by myself. No. Um, the and problem I with like a wrestling tri- cruise ship, too, because it could be a whole boat full of dudes. Yeah. That's the one thing you would not have to worry about is me picking up at this thing. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not just wrestling. It's majority of it's wrestling, but it is, it's doing a cruise very similar to the one we did. Um, I think it leaves out of a different port in Florida on the ship. There will be what they're calling the sea of honor tournament. It's going to be the first time they've had a pro wrestling tournament on a ship, like on a cruise ship. And that is being presented by Ring of Honor. So nice. there, Cody's going to be on the boat. Like most of the Bullet Club's going to be there. The Young oh, Bucks, there you go. That's... Uh, Dalton Castle, who is currently one of my favorite wrestlers. Um, there is going to be autograph signings with wrestling legends like Mick Foley, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, Rey Mysterio Jr. Now I wonder if these guys are going to do like you know are they just that in and out one days or are they going to be on the boat the whole time? That's an interesting question. I imagine it will be kind of like the Comic Con cruise where some of them are going to be on, some of them are going to be off. There's uh, podcast recordings from the podcast on Jericho's network, so you have wrestling ones like Killing the Town and Keep It 100. But he's also got like a supernatural story podcast called Beyond the Darkness, <laughs> so that they're going to be recording episodes. Plenty of like hard rock and heavy metal bands are going to be on it, including Jericho's band Fozzie. So you also get uh, the one that really caught me 
was there is a cover band called an ACDC cover band called Shoot to Thrill that's an all women's oh, ACDC okay. cover band. Mm. But there's also stand-up comedians, and this is where the one thing Jen would be Jen would like is on the list, as it has Jim Brewer, Brad Williams, and Ron Funches. Yay, who, Ron like, Funches. Uh, like, that was the one where I'm like, ah, oh, if they just got like Jimmy Carr and another one, I might be able to talk Jen into it. <laughs> <laughs> but if it like if you like wrestling and you like rock music and you like comedy this is like this is a good trip i and for the price point and what's the price point uh depends on what cabin you book so i think the minimum i think you're looking at is like 1200 not including your flight and how this is how many days uh it goes from the october 27th to the 31st might be even less than that i might it might have been with my canadian conversion uh I'm trying to figure as I can't find prices right now. So probably four days, three nights. Yeah, something. If it's like from that. the 27th to the 31st. But it's you know it's not cheap. But if you have the money, I I and like don't mind spending it and don't mind being surrounded by dudes the entire time. This is, this is the one to go to. It's. I kind of wish there was another Comic Con one, but it yep. doesn't seem to be happening. Jonathan Colton's also got one too, but I think it's already left or it's already booked up. One the Joko Cruise, yeah, yeah, it usually sells out pretty quick. Yeah, I'd like to do that when John Hodgman's usually on that. Will Wheaton's always on. Will it Wheaton. Too. We Paul could just Storm. do a Star Wars Disney cruise, or maybe the crew should hire us to put together a nerd cruise, and we all get free trips out of it. I don't want to organize a cruise. <laughs> Dear God, I already organized enough for the, for work. I don't want to also have to do a cruise for, like, over 2,000 people. Yeah. Whew. So that that that's one of my suggestions. And there's, there's, like, tons of action figures and toys out there. Well, exactly. I didn't even mention any, like, Star Wars toys or things like that. A lot of that stuff, you know. Yeah, just go to, the, go to a store. You'll find stuff. If you have a Star Wars fan in your life, go to any store nowadays. You'll find Come something. Come to Barry. Barry's got two Toys R Uses and one really good comic shop. Don't tell them to go to our Toys R Uses. They're going to buy all our stuff. Or buy all the stuff we don't want so they'll bring new stuff in. Got to clear out those shelves. In which case, buy I hope it. there's a pony fan out there because there's a lot of old pony stuff. Come and, and buy a Jyn Erso. buy a Jyn Erso's and fins. <laughs> lots Man, of fins. there's still lots of fins. Yeah, so that's a that's our Christmas recommendation guide. Mm-hmm. Um, we will on our next episode. We're going to do something very similar to the Halloween episode, where we reminisce about Christmas's past and what we liked about Christmas, and mm. and like not to discount any other holidays. We we just all happen to celebrate Christmas here. So if you want to send in your me- your memories of Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, I'll, I'll be happy to read those out. Unfortunately, we have limited experience with the religion, the religious places at this table. So, mm-hmm. uh, so um, I don't think we need to do geek picks because we just kind of did twenty minutes of geek picks. Oh, oh you I one? have one. Okay, we'll do we'll do geek picks. <laughs> okay, just just because Kevin actually is prepared with one this week. So uh, sticking with DC and uh, um, and. Pushing off the Justice League movie, I just read Aquaman: The Trench. The That's first, yep. the first trade of the New Fifty Two run of Aquaman by Jeff Johns. By Jeff Johns and Ivan Reese. The New Fifty Two, not the the Rebirth, right? New, new no, Fifty Two. Fifty Two. Okay. Yeah. So from two thousand eleven. Yep. Okay. But it was one, of, and it was also one of the New Fifty Two books that, if memory serves me, 
didn't really change a lot from pre-52. I, yeah, I, I having not read Aquaman pre-52, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, but in this series, basically everybody, uh, all the normal people who live uh, near the coast where Aquaman lives in this lighthouse with Mira, um, basically keep telling him that he's sort of a nothing hero and that he's a big joke. Like, oh, you can talk to fish. <laughs> but then, of course, he saves everybody and people. But the best issue is uh, of the six issues that are in this trade uh, is when Mira has to go to buy dog food. She goes to the supermarket to buy dog food and uh, a lecherous grocery store manager gets, um, gets his just rewards. It's quite humorous. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so Aquaman the Trench, uh, which is volume one of the New 52 by Jeff Johns and Ivan Reese. And if uh, Jeff Johns is listening to this, because we know he's in Ontario right now, uh, feel free to drop by. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Ryan's got lots of questions for you. Uh, not really. No real questions. I might have a few things to ask you to sign, but I just, I'm a fan. I enjoy mm-hmm. your work. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Ryan. Speaking of me, um, well, I didn't come with a pick because I had a list of stuff, but I have something I can pick. Okay. So last night was the first two parts of the four-part Arrowverse TV crossover Crisis on Earth X mm. event, and I loved it. I can't wait to, and the way this episode's going, I'm going to make it home in time to watch the other two episodes tonight. Instead of having the to wait and watch it tomorrow, where Ryan was standing at the yeah. end of this episode. Um, <laughs> but they've changed things up. Like last year's crossover, when it was you know, the Supergirl episode, well, was not really part of the crossover. But so like, each episode was pretty much just concentrated on those characters for the story. Where this year they realized, you know, let's just do a four-hour story and incorporate everybody in each one and wherever it makes sense. It doesn't have to be like, well, this is the Arrow Hour and this is the Flash Hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they've done a really good job of that. Um, especially the, the first episode, you know, you find out where people are, they're all coming together because it's the whole premise is it starts off, it's supposed to be the wedding of uh, Barry Allen and Iris West. And that's why all the heroes are coming together for this wedding. And then, you know, the Nazis from Earth X with the bad versions of heroes show up and ruin the party, as Nazis are known to do. And uh, there's a few good scenes that like you get. Uh, Supergirl's sister, who has recently broken off her engagement to her to her girlfriend. Yeah. Um happens, we are so behind. Happens to be standing at the bar doing shots of scotch with the captain of uh the ship from Le- Le- from the legends, um Sarah, who really doesn't matter to her who <laughs> she likes boys she likes girls it doesn't you know oh yeah so they uh that. they start drinking together and uh before the uh end of the uh wedding rehearsal dinner uh you see the two of them out behind a pillar totally making out <laughs> um there's a whole bunch of other fun sequences like that uh fire is it fire Ice heat storm? wave oh heat, heat wave. wave they got the the gun the guy that was in uh prison break yep well, he's there and everything. And at one point, you see him. He sits down bet- beside like the chief of police. Is Hunter not in Legends this year? Uh, he's in off and on in episodes. He's oh, not okay. in a lot of episodes, but he's not in this either yet. Uh, but so he sits down at the in, at the wedding beside like the chief of police, and he kind of looks like looks at him and is like, you know, he's a 
former known criminal. Like, mm-hmm. He doesn't know that he's a superhero off saving space and time. Nobody does, really, no. right? And uh, so there's a, some, he's like, oh, I hate cops. And then uh, the... Uh, um, I like when he was asked, my favorite moment was when uh, Heatwave was asked if he was on the bride's side or the groom's side. He said, well, I've tried to kill the groom twice, so let's say bride. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can imagine that, too. I just love his delivery of those lines. He's so good on the show. He's got really good comedic timing. And now that he's found out that uh, Caitlin is Killer Frost... And he's seen her like go all frosty and fighting yeah. and stuff. Now he's totally in fact that he's got a crush. He's totally crushing on her. Captain Cold were always partners, right? Yeah. So yeah. And he starts off and he's like, uh, so how, what, what, how do you change or what makes it happen? Well, when I get mad or scared, he's like, oh, boo. And he's like, <laughs> No, it, it, it's not going to do it. He's like, oh. He goes away. Has like, goes back to drinking in a corner somewhere, and it's like he's just yeah that character. That oh, I might have really, to download these episodes and or, you're going to have to watch them this from stuff. somewhere. Uh, so yeah, so I'm looking forward to watching the rest of this. And I, I, you know, the Arrowverse, all these shows, there's hit, hit or miss episodes, and sometimes they're yep. better than others. But I still enjoy them. Like people have issues with them all, and but I watch I watch all. Four shows? Yeah, four shows, and I enjoyed them. Okay. Jen? Squirrel Girl. Yay. What about it? Read it. <laughs> buy it, read it, live it, love it. Yep, buy it, read it, live it, love it. Exactly. So, yeah, my geek pick as always, Squirrel Girl by Ryan North. It's awesome. I, I found, since I've been getting them in floppies, I didn't real I haven't really been looking at the trades, and they all have great titles, and I don't remember any of them, but I know they're funny and punny. So, anyway, get the trades. Um, my other geek pick, I suppose, since I always get two because I'm special, um, would be Sims 4 newest expansion of Cats and Dogs, <laughs> <laughs> which is so cute. How much cute. does the expansion for Cats and Dogs cost? Uh, I don't want to know. It's $34. Hey, don't want to know. $30 for a dog and cat expansion? No, it does $40 come $40 for that. a dog and cat expansion. <laughs> It also comes with a like, whole new more neighborhood. Outfits, another neighborhood, and a new career, and lots of our chairs. A there's one. There's one uh, um, Sims Four reviewer who always counts the number of chairs that are released in every Sims expansion pack. Because for some reason, there's always a lot of chairs released. Well, there's so many different. Look at this table. We have two different kinds of chairs at this table. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I really enjoy this expansion pack. It's super fun. You can have dogs and cats and. Living together, mass hysteria. And the puppies and the kittens are so cute. <laughs> and you can be a vet. And I haven't quite figured out how to make new puppies and kittens. But anyway, I'll get to cool. that point. Sorry. Everybody's <laughs> making fun of me. That's uh, okay. You have different interests. That's what makes yeah. this show fun. It sounds like fun, Jen. Thank you, Kevin. I wasn't You're making welcome. fun of you. I was having fun with you. <laughs> so mine's a little bit of an older p- choice, but I finally got around to watching it. Um, last year for my birth, or I guess maybe this year for my birthday, uh, Snow Hot Cosplay got me uh, Mad Max, which had uh, Fury Road, which had both the theatrical version and what they call the black and chrome version, oh, the black nice. and white version of the film. So I hadn't watched the black and white version, had nothing to do yesterday afternoon, so I sat down and plopped it in and watched it. And it's really neat to see, because the movie is exactly the same story-wise. There's nothing different that I could tell. If there is, I wasn't really paying attention to that part. 
But Fury Road is a movie that has it, it, its theatrical release is just built on color. Oh, yeah. Like that scene where they go through that big, huge sandstorm tornado yep. thing. That was just a beautiful movie. Yes. So I was curious how it would be when you take all of that color out. Yeah. And it really, you notice details on things a lot more, weirdly. Huh. Like the details on the vehicles stand out a lot more. And skin tones and like the the props and all that sort of stuff. And for whatever reason, for my eyes, it like the action seems a little bit slower. Like I, I can watch the guy jump off the, the back of the truck and blow up a car and all that sort of stuff. And the weird, I don't know if it's intentional. Maybe I'm imagining it. But given the title, I think it is. The re- I think the reason it's called the Black and Chrome Edition, not just because Mad Max is all about vehicle carnage. And they spray the chrome. Yeah. But the paint jobs on the cars now sort of have a chrome finish to them in the black and white. Okay. Like, they look kind so of... I wonder if they didn't just make, you know, didn't do a... Just, oh, then we can black and white, but they went and highlighted, like, you know, yeah, well, they, the colors for certain things to make them like, more chrome. They definitely more. went in and, and color corrected in the, the black and white. Nice. It's not as if you turned off the color on your TV, yeah. which all TVs have that, like, all modern TVs. You can do that. Just nobody does, because my potter for the most part but um i think now that blu-ray you can pick up fairly cheap um within i'd probably i'd say within the 20 dollar range if you don't already in the sales right now yeah if you don't already own fury road pick it up and just watch both versions of it just for the contrast of what like what a little difference like Changing the colors out can make to a film. Because that really, that's the only difference. And it almost feels like a different movie. Mm. So that's my pick. Good pick. And on that note, uh, we will end. Is Our next our next episode will be released before Christmas, right? Yes. yes. Yep. Okay, so. That's why it's going to be our Christmas. Christmas we, memories? Because it comes out when we were looking at the calendar before. Next one comes out on the 18th. On the 18th of... Which will be the week before Christmas, and then after that will be the first. Yep. So, um, oh, just before we go, up on the, the fan page on Facebook, we have a link to the uh, the uh, DVD commentary poll, which one of us you want to win. Um, Thanks not, for not voting for me. So, currently, Ryan and I's choices are at the bottom of the pack. Meanwhile, uh, when last looked at... Superman 3, which was Kevin's choice, and Troy, which was Jen's choice, are neck and neck. So, oh, like, and like they are completely and utterly tied. This Ooh. was such so, a bad idea. Go onto the Facebook page, click on the, the thing if you haven't already, make your choice, and vote for the movie you want us to see, and hopefully uh, break the tie up so we know which one definitely won. And then we will, I think we'll probably announce that next episode. I think that's fair, and <sighs> it won't. You won't see it for a little while after that, but that's uh, how it goes sometimes. Send LCBO gift cards. <laughs> oh, here before you sign off. Yes, I have something for you guys. That was okay. creepy sounding. <laughs> I went and saw Santa Kevin this week, so I. 
Yay, new Santa Christmas card. Christmas card. Aww. <laughs> so is it weird getting a Christmas on... card where you're with your in own it? picture on it? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, we have mentioned this before. Uh, Kevin works. You better make uh, this an annual thing because now I have two and I love it. Kevin works as a Santa at a local <laughs> mall here. That is awesome. <laughs> can, uh, are, are you going to post this up on the Facebook page so everybody can see it? I can. Are you going to do a scan of it? Uh... Well, um, it's not a scan. I have an electronic file. Oh, I got okay. it printed at Walmart. So uh, Ryan has made a habit the last two years of getting his picture with Kevin as Santa. There's no children listening to this. Oh, no. I children really hope not, so, too. The <laughs> amount of swearing that goes on this show. Oh, yeah, there is that. If you're letting your t- children listen to it who can understand English properly, then shame on you. And we've so, also mentioned before what you do at the mall. I'm yeah. conflicted. So should these go... Normally when I get Christmas picture, Christmas cards with pictures in them, they're people's kids. And I stick them in my photo album of other people's children, which yeah. sounds creepier than it is. It's kids I know. It's, it's all parentally consented and all that. Anyway, so now I have two pictures of Ryan on Santa's lap. Do I put them in my... Photo album of other people's children. Or I think you should for the day that when after you and I have passed away and our kids <laughs> go through this, like, oh, who's, these must be kids that who's that guy who no, pops no. up like every three pages? <laughs> By then it would be, why is Uncle Ryan in this book? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, because you know, unless you guys move away, you're not getting rid of me. Yeah, <laughs> and then they'll be like, what is that, Uncle Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, it is. I enjoy doing it. It's no, no, I don't make fun of you at all. I've seen and, Kevin and it's good money. It is good money. <laughs> I love these more than I can say. You have to write. You didn't write the year on it though. No, I didn't put the year on that. I tried to fit it in when I was designing the putting the text on it. And I just it didn't look right, so I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll put we'll put a, a a glimpse of that picture on the page. But in the meantime, <laughs> until our next episode, this is Brent saying goodbye for Kevin, Ryan, and Jen. And we will catch you on our next episode of Holiday Memories. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Set your phasers to sexy. You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds on Facebook. Under surprise, True North Nerds. And you can reach them by email at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it. <laughs>